All right. Good evening, everyone. Make sure the mic is not muted this time. <laughs> it is not. Thank you for bearing with us for, for through all of our technical difficulties of last week. Well, the program is up and running. As you just saw, the intro was going in. And I'd um, like to say thank you for all of our podcast listeners. We recently reached uh, 500 plays, so we greatly appreciate that. We know that there are people all over the world that are willing to listen to the true word of God. It's just about spreading it. So we greatly appreciate you guys li listening to it. And we hope, hopefully we continue to grow and um, have you guys along with us on this journey as we uh, spread the true word of God. So we'd like to say praise the Lord and welcome back to joy in the midst of the storm. Thank the Lord for another day, another day in the land of the living, another day to get our acts together. He gives us so many chances, chance after chance after chance, and when are we going to listen? So that is our goal to spread the word of God and hopefully help open people's eyes to what the Bible is saying. And the title of, and I see I have the wrong title up there. It says, will you forgive? Um, just <laughs> totally unprepared. But uh, the title <laughs> tonight is supposed to be um, birth certificate and about being born again. And actually, I can change that. So I will change the background and I'll pass it over to Minister Tony Banks to further introduce the topic. Thank you, Melvin. Mm -hmm. um, again, as Melvin already mentioned, we thank you guys for joining us. Um, we're just so grateful to have yet another opportunity to study the scriptures with you, to have a conversation and dialogue with you. Uh, it really brings joy to my heart just talking and having interactions with people just about God because it's something that, man, we can go all day long without it and it won't even bother us as people. We just... We, we don't give God his due diligence. And I'm first to admit, I'm even one of them. We don't give God enough credit for all the things that he does. So it's all about every day just trying to be better because uh, that's, that's my main goal. Sure, I come on here preaching to other people, uh, but even within myself, I'm constantly looking at me every day. How can I be better? How can I help God's people? How can I be the person that God is calling me to be because it's so much more that I can be doing and so I'm just praying that we all would develop that same mindset because the world truly would be a better place if we all develop that mindset to just look at ourselves and see our issues take a look at our own mirror so before we get too far into the topic tonight, um, as always, we ask if you are at a moment where you can stop, that you bow your heads with us and say a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another opportunity to study your word, to grow, to grow closer to you, Lord. We thank you for just how you continue to keep us over the weeks, the months, the years, Lord. We thank you for how you just continue to provide us with shelter, food, clothing, so many of the necessities and so many things that people don't even have a surplus of Lord and we thank you for how you blessed us with them Lord. we thank you for just everything that you do Lord just for giving us the sun and warmth just for giving us the clouds to produce rain Lord. we thank you for so many things Lord we're asking that you would also keep us under your wings Lord that you would continue to watch the sick the shut in the afflicted Lord that you would continue to be a light 
when people feel like there's nowhere else to turn, Lord, that we would say that you are still there. Lord, we're praying for so many people right now, and we're asking that you would continue to elevate us into a position that we can influence people's lives to help them with so many basic needs that people need in the world. We're praying these many blessings, Lord, in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, were you able to? Yeah, I'm updating it right now. Okay. Um, so as, as Melvin already introduced as he's working on the title, uh, we're, we're talking about a birth certificate because that's one of the topics of conversation. You generally don't ask somebody, let me see your birth certificate, but you do ask them, hey, where, where are you from? A lot of times, uh, I know myself, we're born in a certain place, um, but we may actually live in a different place. But tonight, we want to talk about not where you're from, but where you're born. Because that's an important thing. People, we will have a full conversation just off of where we were born, where we lived at. We can talk about that all day. We say, oh, you were born in L.A. I like, I like Los Angeles. That's a great place to be. But tonight, we want to talk about if you were born into the kingdom of God or not. And so, that's what we're going to get into in the book of Psalms. And we'll probably travel to the book of John also, just in case anybody uh, was wondering where we'll be going tonight. I'm going to try to <laughs> try not to run us all over the place. Uh but we'll definitely be going to Psalms, the 87th chapter, if anyone is using a physical Bible. Uh, but again, we'll we're talking about a birth certificate. Where we're born means everything. It means everything. And so I wanted to talk about this because we haven't talked about it in a while, being born again. It's been a while since we discussed it. Um, I've just talked to so many different people over the weeks and it's something that so many people don't know about and so that's what the joy in the midst of the storm is about it's about reaching people uh, it's about elevating our knowledge uh, God already told us in the book of Hosea he said his people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge and so we want to make sure that you have this information. Now, what you do with this information, that's on you. But you will not be able to say that the information was not made known to you. So today, we're going to talk about your birth certificate and if you have been born in the kingdom of God. So uh, we're going to look at Psalms, the 87th chapter. And we'll look at verse 5. All right. And of Zion, it shall be said, this and that man was this and that man was born in her, and the highest himself shall establish her. In Zion. Now, Zion represents the New Testament church. We have Jacob, which is Israel, represents the Old Testament church. Zion represents the New Testament church. So he says, and of Zion it shall be said, this and that man was born in her. We're talking about a birth certificate. Where 
Where are you born? Were you born into Zion, which is the New Testament church, the kingdom of God? Were you born there? Where were you born? Mm -hmm. The Lord shall count when he writeth up the people that this man was born there. Selah. God's keeping track of it. If you have been born again, people talk about it all the time. People say, I know I've been born again. Have you? What does it take to be born again? We're talking about the birth certificate. What does it take to be born again? Because the Lord, he's going to write it down. And that's what we all want. We all want our names to be written in the book of life. That's what we all want. So we're talking about the birth certificate. Were you born in the church? In Zion, in the kingdom of God. Were you born there? But so we're going to move to the New Testament now to see exactly how we have to be born again. Because a lot of people may have that question. A lot of times people tell you all the time, I've been born again. They don't have the <laughs> have no idea how we're even supposed to be born again. But I want to clear that up with you tonight. If you will follow us in the scriptures. And if you have any questions, please feel free to ask. Please feel free. Because that's how we learn. Is asking questions. I won't get mad at you for asking questions. Now, I'm not, we won't spend time on foolish things. But ask legitimate questions. Even if you think it's a dumb question, ask it. If it's a sincere question, ask it. I guarantee you somebody else has the exact same question. Mm-hmm. So we'll move to the book of John, the third chapter, and we'll start with verse 1 there. And we may come back to Psalms. Uh, John chapter 3 and verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Now, we have... A man from the Pharisees named Nicodemus. He was a ruler. He was an educated man. He was a ruler. He was one of the people at the top. One of the head people in the religion of the Pharisees. He wasn't an idiot. He wasn't a dummy. He had to be an educated person to be a ruler. So he comes to Jesus by night. And he says, Rabbi, which means master or teacher. We know we know you came from God because nobody can do these miracles unless God is with them. All right. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, Jesus began immediately. Now, this, now Nicodemus wasn't even talking about this. But Jesus decided to let him know that he needed to be born again. That he needed to work on his birth certificate. You have to be born again. That's what he's telling them. And that's what Jesus is telling all of us out here today. We all have to be born again. So for the people that say I only believe in red writing. <laughs> for those that only believe in red writing. Here it is from Jesus himself. He said you must be born again. Except a man be born again, he cannot see. You can't see the kingdom of God. 
unless you've been born again. You cannot see it. Mm-hmm. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Now nah, he's serious. Somebody may find this as a foolish question, but the man is serious. He wants to know how can he do this? How can he work on his birth certificate? How can he be born again? Can a man enter into his mother's womb the second time? We know that can't happen. You cannot go back into your mother's womb and be reborn. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. But what you can do is be born again spiritually. You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Now, we know we need the water to be born again. Now, I know some people are going to disagree with it. I already know that. But Jesus said you must be born again of water. We know, we know you need the water because you were born in the water the first time. If you say we don't need the water, if you say we don't need the water, then why would Jesus do it? Jesus went out to the water to be baptized by John the Baptist. And John the Baptist did not even want to baptize Jesus initially. He said, man, you coming to me, I should be coming to you. I'm not even worthy to tie your shoelaces, to unloose your shoelaces. I'm not worthy to do it. But Jesus says, suffer it to be so. It becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. They had to do it right because the scriptures must be fulfilled. That was written that Jesus will be baptized. Jesus said he is the way. We have to follow in the same footsteps. He said, take up your cross and follow me. So we must be born of the waters, number water baptism. We must be water baptized. And again, if you say you don't have to be to be saved, then I ask you, when you were born the first time, did you have to come through the water? You had to. There was no way around it. You were inside of your mother's womb full of water. You were completely immersed in water. You had to come in the water. There wasn't no way around it. So if you had to come in water the first time, God, <laughs> he made it the second time you had to come in water again, spiritually. Now this is a spiritual thing, but you still have to do the physical act. You still have to be immersed in water. All right. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Mm -hmm. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Mm -hmm. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the spirit. Now he's telling us about being born of the spirit. Now, that's a whole different ball game from being born of the water. It's two separate things. You must do both so that your names can be written in the kingdom of God. So that your names can be written in the New Testament church in Zion. Which, again, Zion only represents the New Testament church. And Jesus, when he came, he told us how 
to be saved. How to receive the new birth. That's what we're talking about, being born again. None but a birth certificate. Have you done these two things? Have you been born of the water, which is nothing but water baptism? And we'll go see how you do that. But it also, you have to be born again of the Spirit, which is nothing but receiving the Holy Ghost. So he tells us about receiving the Holy Ghost in verse 8. He says, the wind blows where it wants to. Nobody tells the wind where to go. The wind blows where it wants, and you hear the sound. You hear the sound the wind makes. We all know that. When the wind hits things, you can hear the sound. It, it fly past your ear, you hear the sound. But you can't tell when it's coming and where it's going to go. That's the same way the Holy Ghost is. You can't tell the Holy Ghost when to enter into someone. God has to do that. You cannot see the Holy Ghost enter in anyone, but you will hear the sound it makes. Same way with natural birth. When we are born, you can hear the sound because the baby cries. We all cry. Sometimes the doctor have to hit you on the bottom to make you cry. He's trying to wake you up. Trying to make sure that you have been born. Now, Back to uh, verse 3 again. Read verse 3 again, Melvin, please. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now somebody will say, I cannot see that. I just don't see it the way you see it. I don't interpret it the way you interpret it. It's because you haven't been born again. Because the scripture says, Except you be born again, you won't see you have to be born first before you see. It can't be the other way around. It don't matter how much you study this, these scriptures. It does not matter. If you have not been born again, you will never get the right revelation. Never. I don't care if, you, if God allows you to live a thousand years and you've been studying the scripture every day. If you have not been born again, you'll never see it because his word said so. And he will not go against the word. When a baby comes into this world, the, eye, the baby, before a baby, let me rephrase that. Before a baby comes into this world, baby's eyes isn't open. The baby's not inside the mother's womb looking around and saying, man, look at that stomach. <laughs> look at all these organs in here. The baby's not looking around inside like, man, this is amazing. This is incredible. No, the baby's not doing that. The baby's eyes are closed. They can't see because the baby has not yet been born. Take your dog. Take your cat. The dog's eye takes up, what, two weeks sometimes for the dog to even open his eyes. Even after it's been born, you cannot see unless you've been born. You can't, you can't do it. It's impossible. You have to be born first, then you can see. So if you are one of those people that are saying, man, I just don't understand all these things. My question is, what does your birth certificate say? Have you been born again? That's, that's your first priority. That's what you should be working on. 
being baptized in water, and that's only in the name of Jesus. If you've been baptized in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, I'm not sorry to tell you. I'm happy to tell you. You got to do it again. It's not going to work. Somebody said, I just don't see it that way. I know you don't. You're not supposed to see it. I'm not, I don't even expect you to see it. You have to be born again first. So, let's, uh, let's read verse 9, Melvin. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? That's the thing people say all the time. You tell them, you must be born again. You need to be water baptized in Jesus' name. You need to receive the Holy Ghost. They said, hold on, how in the world? What you mean you have to do this to be saved? Nicodemus said, how can these things be? How? Mm-hmm. Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? <laughs> I'm wondering that all the time. You, we have to do these things. Jesus said, Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. You must do these. There's no if, ands, buts about it. If, now that's if you want to be saved. If you don't want to be saved, <laughs> you just keep moving along. You don't have to worry about any of this. Not now. You will later though. But Jesus said, how are you a master of Israel? You're a ruler. He's not somebody low on the totem pole. You are at the top. You one of the head people. How? How do you not know these things? Did you not know this was written in the Old Testament? He told us he was going to do a new thing. He was going to write his words in our hearts. He was going to give us his spirit. Whereby we cry out by our Father. We were going to cry out when God gave us his spirit. He told us he was going to do all these things. So he said, how can you not know these? And that's what I'm asking people today. I know why you don't know. Because you have not been born again. But I'm talking about preachers, bishops, priests. It doesn't matter who you are. You have to be born again. You have to. Because Tony didn't say so. Jesus says so. We have to. Alright. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know, and test and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. You hadn't received the witness of the Holy Ghost. You hadn't received the witness of the new birth. If you don't know these things. Telling you some things that we already know. Because we have been born again. You have to do it first before you can understand it. You have to be obedient to the word of the Lord. All right. If I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? <laughs> My God. We're struggling with this every day. I try to tell one person about how you couldn't even see the wind and the man argued with me. <laughs> the man said, you can't see the wind. <laughs> Uh, you cannot even tell people earthly things. So I know you won't understand the heavenly, the spiritual aspect. We 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 fight about the earthly. You know the baby's not coming out with his eyes already open. It had to open his eyes only after it came out. After the baby was born. You know that. 
You know you can't see the wind. But yet, Jesus said, look, you didn't even understand the earthly aspect, the earthly side. You know you won't understand the heavenly. We have to do it. Just be obedient to the word of the Lord. Let's move to Acts 2.38. Or actually, let's move to Acts 2.36. Because Peter here is going to do nothing but repeat exactly what Jesus said. Now we actually find all of these things coming to pass. Jesus told us what we needed to do. Now we're going to see Peter and the rest of the apostles echo him. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know surely that God hath made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Mm -hmm. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Now they were pricked in their heart. They felt bad about the things that they had done wrong. They wanted to get straight with God. They didn't want to get straight with Peter and the rest of the apostles. They wanted to get straight with God. But to do that, they had to ask the preacher what to do. They needed to, just like we do. So they said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, not just to Peter, they, they asked all of them. Peter just was the spokesman. They said, what should we do? Now today they tell you you don't have to do much of nothing. Just say you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins and rose again the third day. Just come up and shake the hand. That's all they say you have to do. But that's not what Peter's going to say. Will you follow the scripture and be born again or not? Because it's the time now to work on our birth certificate. Because time is winding up. Our salvation is closer than when we first began. When we first believed in God. Our salvation is getting closer. Because every day we're working on leaving out of here. All right. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. They said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? He said, Be born again. That's all he said. They said, Peter, unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? He said, be born again. The same thing Jesus said. Jesus said, be born again of the water and of the spirit. Peter said, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the water. He said, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's the spirit. Being born again. Are your names written? In the book of life, you have to get them written down or else your invitation is going to be invalid. That happens a lot of times where people sign up to or people will try to get into a party or something. And they show up and the people at the door skimming through the names and they say, man, your name ain't on this list. You can't get inside. We don't want to get to heaven like that. We don't want Jesus to say, depart from me. I know you're not. He said, I know you're not. Your name ain't on this list. Your name has not been written down. 
We don't want that to happen. So today, we make a decision on where we choose to be born. Because we already came in here one time. When we were born of our mother into this world, that was our first birth. But that was not good enough. Jesus said you must be born again. That means a second time. The first time you were born into the world, doomed, destined for hell. Now you have to be born again so you can avoid all of that. This is the best news you'll hear all day. I don't care if you want a million dollars today. This is better than that. Because you cannot put a price tag on your soul. If you spend eternity in hell, that million dollars will not matter to you. So, they asked Peter, what should they do? And Jesus had already told Peter and the rest of the apostles. He told them, tell these people to be born again. To be baptized of water and of spirit. Let's, let's go back to um, Psalms 87. And we'll actually go back to verse 2. Start up at verse 2 now. Psalm 87 and 2. The Lord loveth the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Now, we're comparing the New Testament church to the Old Testament church. Zion, like I was saying earlier, it represents the New Testament church. The one we just read about. When they asked, what? should you do they were talking about to get into zion the new testament church god loves the new testament church more than the old testament jacob represents nothing but israel god loves the new more than he loves the old why because now we're actually fulfilling what he wanted us to truly be doing it's not his will that we would be forced to follow him he wants us to make that choice he wanted to write his word in our hearts. He wants to do this from the heart, not because somebody forced us. Mm -hmm. Glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God, Salah. Glorious things are spoken of the New Testament church. He told us in Peter, he's, it is a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation. Glorious things are spoken of this church, the New Testament, uh, oh, he said, oh, city of God. Jesus told us, he told us, he said, you are the light of the world. A city set upon a hill that cannot be hid. Talking about the New Testament church. Glorious things are spoken of that one. The church cannot be hid. Because of the light. You can't hide a light. You cannot hide a light. Mm -hmm. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to them that know me. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Ethiopia. This man was born there. He's talking about who has been born in the New Testament church. Who has been born there? Because a lot of people think they are there. Their names ain't on the list, though. 
they have not yet fulfilled the scripture. He said, you must, don't marvel not that I say unto thee. That's what Jesus said. He said, don't, don't be surprised. Don't fight against it. Don't get defensive. People do that as soon as you tell them to be born again. They say, hold on, man, I don't need to do that. We fight being born again. What, what is so wrong about being baptized in the name of Jesus? <laughs> because now we fight the water, but you know, people want to go to the water every day. We want to go to the lake. <laughs> we want to go to the pool, the local pool. We want to swim. We want a backstroke. We want a front stroke, understroke, whatever kind of stroke. We want to do it all. We want to go surfing. We want to ride the waves with the dolphins. But when it comes to water baptism, we say, no, sir. The devil has deceived us. He has deceived us. I watched a video uh, a while back, and it was a preacher baptizing a little boy, and he took him down three times. <laughs> he got him for the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And I watched the little boy get back up. And he looked like he, he almost drowned the little boy. They they probably need to take the boy to the hospital to make sure his lungs wouldn't collapse because, my God, he almost drowned the boy. But it's because we have not yet understood the scriptures. You only have to go down one time in the name of Jesus Christ. The three is one. Jesus is not only the son, he's the beginning and the end. He's both Father and Holy Ghost, which makes the three one. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That's why Peter said be baptized in the name of Jesus, because he understood. Because he can see he's been born. Peter had been born again. So for those of us who are still baptizing in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, we have, it's because we cannot see. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Somebody has fooled you into stopping only at Matthew 28, 19. That's where you stopped at. You have not yet continued, because read on over, flip on over. Once you make it to Acts 2.38, continue. Do it. Continue. Don't just stop. Jesus said, you must do this. So, let's finish this on up, Melvin. And of Zion, it shall be said, this and that man was born in her, and the highest himself shall, be, shall establish her. Of the new church, the one Jesus came here and told us about, it will be said, this person is born again. That person is born again. We're talking about the birth certificate. It is going to be said, I know this is a born again Christian. People can see it in the way you live. Because it's a light. You can't hide a light. You cannot hide a light. Mm-hmm. The Lord shall count when he writeth up the people that this man was born there. He's so not I, taking a he God is going to take an account. He's going to write your names down. 
He is going to write your birth certificate. Mm-hmm. As well, the singers as the players on the instruments shall be there. All my springs are in there. Are in the everybody's gonna be there. The Holy Ghost inside of these people. Everybody's going to be there. The trumpet player, the drum player, the singers, everybody's going to be there. And it's going to be a glorious time because glorious things will be said of them. The city that cannot be hid, set on a hill. But it starts with going to the water. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. He started by going to the water, being born again. And then he received the Holy Ghost. That's where it begins for us. So I wanted to take some time just to look at just the beginning, the foundations of the doctrine. So that we make sure that we start out on the right path. Because I hear it all the time. You can be on the right road, but going the wrong way. Which is so true. You could be on the right road, but going the wrong way. So that's that's all I wanted to discuss tonight. I'm not going to hold it long. Uh, I'll go ahead and turn it over to Melvin because I know you got something <laughs> to say over here. Uh, just on this topic alone, so much stuff can be said. As Tony said, it's just the foundation. It's just the tip of the iceberg. It's like... I know you know the picture of the iceberg in the water. We see the tip, but then we see everything else. It's just, we're just scratching the surface. All, it's only the foundation, but as we know, when it comes to building a house, the foundation is the most important part. You have to start with a solid foundation. Jesus said he built um, the house that was built on the sand, washed away, but the house that was built upon the rock, it stood. The gates of hell should not prevail against it. And we can definitely be on the right road, going the wrong way. And a lot of people say, um, I don't need I don't need baptism or anything like that. I'm I'm doing fine. Well, if we on the right road and going the wrong way and don't run into any trouble, meaning we're not running into the devil, it's because we're going the same way he is. If we're going the other way, then we'll definitely run into him. Some things are gonna happen, some people are gonna lie on you, stab you in the back. Uh, persecute you and if you're working together in a church so they'll call you a cult they'll call you anything out of your name just do anything but Jesus said and this is words it was written in the Bible that um, no weapon formed against you shall prosper it will form but it will not win it will not overtake you God will never bring you to anything that he won't bring you through we just have to put our trust in him and what does putting our trust in him mean obeying him no matter what may come of it no matter what your friends, what your family thinks, no matter what. Our goal should be um, to only focus on God's opinion. Because mama, daddy, sister, brother, cousin opinion, that won't get you into heaven. So no matter what man do unto you, that's why the scripture says, don't fear the man who can kill the body. Fear him who can kill both the body and the soul in hell. But we have it so backwards today. That's why it's our duty to study these scriptures. Study the scriptures. Random, you think you have eternal life. But we, and then when we do read, we just leave it at that. But uh, we must be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving ourselves. Next 2.37, they said, what shall we do? Now, what shall we say? <laughs> no, what shall we do? 
they made a change. They repented. They were actually sorry for their actions. They didn't continue to kill people. They had to make a whole 180 and go down in the water in Jesus' name and get the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. But um, I'm going to um, keep it short as well. Uh, we, For those of us who've been with us, we definitely appreciate you watching and listening, both on the Facebook Live and on the um, podcast. Definitely um, means a lot when people are actually encouraged and interested in what the word of the Lord says, because you're, you are definitely in the minority. And especially with all these things going on in the world today, um, we need God now more than ever. Paul said um, Jesus could come back at any time. And that was over um, 2,000 years ago. So imagine how much more significant that statement is now. So um, we, gr we greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedules to listen to us and put up with us through all of our technical difficulties. And that we see we don't have any comments. Do you mind checking just in case they didn't show up on you for whatever reason? Uh, we greatly appreciate it, as always. Um, and definitely, um, we had a good subject last week. We talked about uh, Will You Forgive, as you saw the title. It was up for this week as well, but I changed it. But it was a um, great topic. So if you didn't catch that video or listen to that podcast, we greatly encourage you to, to um, go do that. <laughs> Please check in to see if we have any comments. So as I say, every week um, to our Facebook Live listeners, we upload audio versions of these to um, all major podcast platforms and to our podcast listeners we go live on Facebook every Thursday at 6.30pm Central Standard Time to take another turn on the wheel to go even deeper into the Bible to see a lot of people may have questions about something and they will ask and then we will talk about it on the live stream or you can just inbox us on Facebook our inboxes are always open for questions no matter what time it is the word of God is more important than anything and uh, we see we don't have any comments, so we'll definitely um, wrap it up here. And we will, those of you who come to our um, in-person Bible study on Tuesdays, we'll see you there. And if not there, we hope we hope to see you next Thursday at the same time. So if there not be anything else, then we greatly appreciate you guys listening. We hope you have a safe weekend, and thank you. Thank you, guys.